Greetings, June Squad. It is I, Jay, master of all things nerdy. With me, as always, is my stalwart companion, defender of the nerd faith, and five-time hot dog-eating champion of Coney Island, Mr. Christopher. I'm also very happy to be welcoming our resident artist and female perspective and executive producer, Spider-Gen. Today, we are continuing our mission into deep space and currently recording from the majestic planet Oa home of the Green Lantern Corps and the Guardians of the Galaxy. Cool, so does that mean we're going to hang out with the Star-Lord, Groot, and all the rest? Uh, no, Chris, that's the Guardians of the Galaxy. This is the Guardians of the Universe. You know, Ganthet and the rest of the big blue guys with the big oversized heads. So we're going to meet He-Man and She-Ra? Uh, no, no, Jen, that's the Masters of the Universe. Wait a minute, where's that bastard Lando Calrissian? <sighs> Uh, hold tight, true believers, as we get this mess sorted out, because you are just in time for the Just Us Nerds podcast. In a world where two nerds come together to talk about all things nerdy, Just Us Nerds podcast was born. We talk about comics, movies, and all things in between. Get ready to have your mind blown by the most amazing podcast ever recorded anywhere, ever. The Just Us Nerds Podcast. Oh yeah. Okay, so Lando Calrissian yeah, is I from know. Star I Wars. Out. I figured it out. And, uh, okay, we good. We, we, okay, so, hi, hi guys. Hey. How are we doing? This is pretty awesome. This is this is amazing. This right. is in, incredible. Um, so, uh, where do you want to start? Com- let's, let's do some comic book news. All right. Um, a lot of things going on lately in the industry. Yeah, so a lot of drama outside of the the comic book world. And we didn't do it. We did not do it. We, we are, did we're, not do we're it. We're not time. not responsible. So I don't I don't know if you heard this story. If you if you if you read about this at all, but um, so the the uh, the vice president. So one of the vice presidents of sales over at Marvel uh, committed sort of a gaffe a uh, week ago or something like that. He had made the comment. That uh, Marvel's sales, he it was his perception that Marvel's sales were dipping because they their fans didn't want to see characters that were you know traditionally male turned into female and traditionally Caucasian turned into uh, ethnic minorities and he, he caught a lot of flack over that. Um, so did you hear about that at I, all? I didn't hear about that, but. I think that's kind of a scapegoat. I think that's just him trying to find another answer because he doesn't want to lose his job. Well, I read an article on comicbookresource.com. And Shout the, out to you guys. Yeah, yeah. Well, um, and I, I'm sorry, I, I, I can't cite the author because I don't remember who wrote it. But No it was, one reads the author. It was, it, was a real, well, it was a really good, well-thought-out editorial. And uh, she, she agreed, I think it was a she, uh, uh, agreed with you and was saying that you know, if you do really, I mean, she crunched the number. She broke it down, and she right. said, you know, the books that aren't doing well, uh, they, you know, they don't fit that formula yeah. that that he's saying. Yeah. So I don't know that necessarily that that's that's true either. Well, the thing for me too, like the only one that I can really think of, you know, right now, you've got, um, you know, uh, uh, Falcon as Captain America, right? Right. And for me, honestly, no, that's just. Falcon toting around Captain America's shield. That's that's all that is. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Falcon originally was kind of a cheap knockoff. And the thing is, is like Sam Wilson's character is pretty cool. However, he is not 
leading role material. You don't think so? No, I really don't. I, I honestly think that some of his stuff, all right, I get it. You know, you're in the military and all this kind of stuff. You're no Captain America. You're trying to be Captain America and you're trying to prove yourself to everybody else that you're Captain America. You know, it's it's kind of like when I think I felt the same way the first time that they gave Robin his own book. Yeah, I remember looking at it thinking like, "You're a sidekick. You, what do you 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 are you are only there to support the Batman story." Right. So it sounds kind of like what what you're saying there. Um, Next thing you know, we're gonna have a Gleek comic by himself. Yeah, yeah, space it, it, monkey just running around. And and you know, but she she cites one of the get uh, if you can guess, I don't know one of. Uh, of the Marvel books, which one's doing particularly well or proportionately well uh, is the Thor book. And of course, that's the one where you have. No, I'm not. All right. So Jane Foster, you know, Thor's girlfriend, she's actually dying. Of actually been bestowed the power to wield Milanor. So now she becomes the female Thor. And she just goes by the name Thor. It's not Lady Thor. It's no. not She Thor. They, they're doing away with all the Thor. gender pronouns. Yeah. She is Thor. Together, are they Thors or are they just Oh, Thor? no, no, no. He's now Prince something o Odin. or other. Well, he's just called Odin's son. Odin's son. He's known as it's, the artist formerly known as Thor. So no. he loses his name. Well, he, because the problem was is he... He was not worthy. Somebody whispered something into his ear. And it made him realize that he's not worthy. We're to, not worthy. Right. We're not to wield worthy. The hammer. Right, but this is kind of sounding like Doctor Who, where he's the Doctor. Mm -hmm. That that's his name. He has a name, but he goes by the Doctor, and everyone knows him as the Doctor. Yeah, Thor this would this Thor? would be like if something whispered something into Chris's ear, yeah. and he was no longer worthy to carry the name Chris, and then you became the new Chris. Yeah, that's pretty much what it is. I am Chris. <laughs> you are you are Chris. I am Chris. No, no, but, you're not. But but <laughs> stop it. But but anyway, I mean that it kind of disproves that that point. And th this guy, you know, after the the internet kind of exploded uh, on him, uh, he's kind of walked back to his, his oh, comments. Oh yeah, you know he did. Personally, honest to me, it wasn't that you were changing all the characters; it was your storyline sucked. What what do you t tell me a little well, more about that? What what stories has have Marvel done that have particularly bothered you? So, you remember the the second um, the Infinity War that they had just done. Um, you talking about Infinity War or se no Secret War? Secret War. You talking about Secret, secret War? Second Secret it War. It was miserable. You, you didn't like it. It was absolutely miserable. But the also the thing was at the time what was going on at the time in the other worlds. Um, Not in Marvel. Let's oh, you're talking about in DC. What was going on? Well, they had the the new Fifty Two. They, had, they re had rebirth. They had rebirth. Yeah, yeah. And compare Secret Wars to Rebirth. How uh, awesome were those Rebirth stories compared to the Secret War comics? Yeah, I mean, obviously, this is just our our humble opinion, but uh, D DC, I think, has really been killing it with a lot of their story writing. Um, this, this is a good good segue into our, our our next topic in in comic book news. But before we go there, I'll I'll just say one mention that she makes in the article, and I'm I'm happy to say is that Amazing Spider-Man is one of the books that has retained uh, its sales or is doing comparatively better because they haven't uh, changed anything. No, well, I mean, they've they've changed a lot, but I think the difference there is uh, they've got Dan Slott on that book yeah. and he's he's a really good writer he's he he's just i've really i you know i've really enjoyed uh what he's written and as we all know if james likes it 
then it, then it has it's to just, be good. It's, it's good. I mean, that's just I'm the final word on what is quality. Um, so there's a there's a big <laughs> so there's a big event that's that's coming up. Well, two two big events. Maybe we talk about the the uh, Secret Empire that that major Marvel events coming up. Secret Enter- Empire then followed by Generations, and Secret yeah. Empire is going to come first. Right. So Secret Empire is kind of the culmination of Captain America being a Hydra agent. Right, so right. So we're finally because they, they talked about it and then they kind of stopped. So now we're gonna finally get to like the culmination of what's going on. His, you know, I, I haven't been reading it honestly because I looked at it and I read the first issue and I went meh. Are you are you you're not a fan of uh, the the? I I I know why they did it. I honestly do. Why money? Money. Money. Elaborate, sir. Because they wanted to change that about somebody, so therefore. Um, people are going, oh, well, I have to buy these comics. I have to see Captain America as a bad guy. That's that's like, you know, having issues where Superman is infected by red kryptonite, and the next year he's going to be a bad guy. Do you, do you know what we're talking about, Jen? I, I just kind of have a slightly different point. All right. Um, do you think Marvel's trying to compete with DC at the fact that Marvel's doing amazing in movies right now. DC is now catching up with their new Justice League movies. Oh, I mean, most definitely. I mean, but then DC has been killing it with comics, like actual comic. Book isn't that stories. weird? Isn't that so, do weir- you think Marvel's trying to compete with the comic book stories? Well, I definitely think, like what Chris was saying, uh, you know, DC had this big event called Rebirth, oh, where they, they they it was kind of like an about face. In, in terms of the changing the direction they've they been going with their stories. They apologize, basically, for, yeah. for New 52. They're like, we're sorry, we're sorry, hold on, let's let's do some stuff that everybody likes. So so in answer to your question, do we think, yeah, I, I think a lot of people would ag- agree with, agree with, with what you're saying, that, that the uh, Marvel, in their own way, may be trying to copy the formula of success that, that DC has had with this, with this generation's, project which so what we're going to get generations i'm curious about so that. Well, well what it is we don't know a whole lot about it at this point but you know from what we do know it's going to be a pairing of the the older generation so the older vanguard of the heroes so the steve rogers captain america the marvel captain marvel well i i don't know it's, it's not completely fleshed out i don't know if they're going to bring Obviously, this event is is going to follow Secret Empire. So maybe they'll bring him back. So maybe maybe they'll bring Steve back uh, to to his kind of regular default setting. What just in case you are wondering or, or curious or lost? They switched to evil. I I saw that. Yes. Oh, okay. All right. Uh, but they're also going to have characters who have died in the Marvel so universe. So like the original Human Torch. I, yeah, I don't know, perhaps him, but I know that here here are some of the characters that have been mentioned so far. So right. we're we're getting the original Hulk in this. So Bruce Banner Hulk who died right. uh, yeah, he, l- he last year. Died last year. Uh the original Wolverine who also died last year. Well, I mean, right now in X-Men Gold, they've got the separate universe. They've got, got an old man. We Logan. we got old old man Logan. So, it's kind of uh, So it's it's going to be a it, So now it, we have three Wolverines running around. We're going to have young Logan, old Logan, and then X-23 is now running around as Wolverine. And and pretty soon we're going to get transgender Logan. I'm, I can I can smell that's on the horizon. Well, we drag gotta, queen Logan. Drag queen Logan, yes. Oh, yes. I just saw Logan in heels. Oof. Um, he paints his claws. Yeah. <laughs> But I I um, I definitely think that this this generation story, uh, it it does seem a bit similar to what 
DC's been trying to do with Rebirth, which is they're having the what they call the legacy characters. So they have like the Ted Cord Blue Beetle partnering right. up with the the Reyes, which uh, which I Blue Beetles. I, I I wanted that. You know, I, I really wanted that. Well, think think about why why you want that. I mean, you, you come to love these characters, well, and then when they just do away with them as if they never existed, right. like like Wally West, for example, yeah. the the uh, the third well, Flash, you miss them. And finally, I have something actually a little bit of DC news that we can talk about. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. I just saw they are going to be releasing. It is going to be a Batman Flash. Um, I don't want to say crossover, but like a like a mini arc, a little mini arc. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And on the cover, it's both of them holding the Watchmen button. Yeah. So we're finally because they talked about it. Remember, it came to this big culmination, and we found out Doctor Manhattan was responsible. And then it was like, all right, so long. And then you were like, whoa, whoa, whoa. we'll see you in two years. Let's back up on that. <laughs> hold on, hold on. And we, we've been dying to hear something about that. Now, finally, they're going to talk about it. That Watchmen button has been. That's the smartest. Thing that they could have done. They, That's the smartest purchase they ever did. Got got all of it. Well, not purchase because uh, well, DC owns owns Watchmen. Horse. Well, I know, but the thing was, is they were kind of, let's say, they were like in their minor leagues because it was, and it did so well that they were like, hey, we kind of need to bring this up. Uh, and you know that they, I mean, the that mystery, that mystery element yeah. of holy shit, Watchmen are part of the the main DC universe. Right. I mean, I want to see. Night Owl and Batman. <laughs> I really do. Batman's going to be like, man, can't don't can't you work out? Don't you own a, a treadmill, well, a, a, a I'm also, gym? I'm also curious to see how like Batman would react to Rorschach. I see. That I think this is my my take on it and what what I'm expecting is, uh, I really think that we're we're probably not going to see any of the other Watchmen characters Except. other than Doctor Manhattan. So I think well maybe because he's the only one who has the power to move through time and space. Ex- exactly, yeah. exactly. I mean, I, and I, quite frankly, as cool as it would be to see like a Batman Rorschach right, right. face off or no no pun intended, uh-huh. uh, <laughs> uh, it uh, it it just from a storytelling perspective, uh, those characters, the comedian Rorschach, Night Owl. They they really only work in that particular story. No, I agree. Where where Doctor Manhattan is a character that he he can I could see him transcending stories. Well, yeah, I mean he he could be in anything really. I mean he is a walking living god. So I I don't know if you know what we're talking about. Je- oh, you you do. Yeah. I'm sorry. Oh man, this is not your first rodeo. <laughs> all right. I have, all right. All right. Cool. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm excited for that too. I think they're calling it the button or, or something like that, or maybe that's the name I made up for it or I like it. What are you reading? I'm reading the button. I'm reading the button. (laughs) All right. Let's, let's talk about this new thing real quick and then we can get into what we've actually been reading. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Uh, uh, Marvel kind of stepped in it again. No, Uh, it wasn't. I don't want to blame Marvel though. It's true. It wasn't Marvel's fault. It it was not Marvel. No. It was Syaf's. It was his fault. All right, so X-Men Gold, volume number one, all in all, is a decent story so far. Okay. I read it. I liked it. Um, the problem that we have is by Adrian Saif. He's the penciler. Well, why don't why don't you tell everybody what, what he did, and then I'll get into you know like the definitions and stuff. I've I've never seen anything. I've been reading comic books a long time, and to my knowledge, I've never seen anything like this happen before. But but basically, what happened was uh, this this penciler uh, put in sort of some 
after the uh, the final editing of the comic book was approved, had inserted some references, some some visual references to some things containing kind of. Uh, I don't know if you want to call them veiled anti-Semitic or anti-Christian messages. They weren't veiled. They were blatant. I mean, yeah, I, I guess depending on how I you mean, look at it. I mean, they weren't like spray. I, I actually, when you said that to me, I thought they were like spray painted on a building or something. Yeah, like that. yeah, yeah. No, no, no. They were a little bit more hidden than that. Right. But... Sort of like the, the where's Waldo of hate messages. Yeah. And so on one of the, one of the, issue or the issue one of the panels um i can show you so let me talk about this story though because the story is really good yeah yeah it, it unfortunately kind of overshadows the, the, the comic book is now this comic is going to be known for one thing and one thing only hate the the hate speech yeah so the new x-men team okay you get old man logan right so logan has been brought back to old this man logan had some claws e-i-e-i-o yeah i'm sorry so I, now we have Prestige. Are you familiar with Prestige? Oh, yes. Well, the, the Prestige is the part of the magic trick. Uh, first, you have the, the turn, and then I'm so You're looking at me funny. Is that not... We're not talking about that Prestige? Oh, continue. I, I enjoy Michael Caine. Oh, okay. Well, well basically, the, the, you have but you have the, the con, and then you have the turn, and then you have the Prestige. And that's the part where you saw the lady in half, and then when you pull the rabbit out of the hat, all right, and then after that, then everybody gets rich. <laughs> and I say I put you to sleep, so that's not the prestige but, we're talking about. Okay. All right. So prestige is actually Jean Grey's daughter. What? Yes, Let's she go. changed her name. Her, she and Scott had a child. She has been brought back. If you remember, Rachel, Rachel Summers. Yes. Her name was Rachel Summers. She has been brought back. Well, they were calling her either Miss Marvel or they were calling her Phoenix. Right. And she's like, no, 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 I don't, I don't want that. I don't want that. So the new headmaster of the school gave her a new name, and now her name is Prestige. The Prestige. The Prestige. We get Colossus back. Duh. Duh. We get Nightcrawler. Freulein. We get Storm. Okay. I, I don't. I, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not quite sure what accent I should do here I because do it. Halle Berry. Kind of, well, Halle Berry kind of fucked American. it up because in the first movie she did an African accent, and then in the other one she changed to an American accent. So I'm kind of. I'm kind of yeah. stuck here. I don't know what to so do. So here's the cool thing. Combined. Now <laughs> Professor X is gone. Okay. Dead. Dead. Been dead for a while. Dead. Do you know who the new headmaster of the Xavier School is? Indeed, I do, Chris. Do you, Jen? Indeed, I do. Do you want me to say it or do you want to say it? I w- go, hey, it's it's your comic book, buddy. Kitty Pride is now the headmaster. What? That's right. That's right. It's pretty cool. So, um, she is kind of bringing back the X-Men to public light. Uh, the mansion is gone. What, what happened to the mansion? It, it's been blown up. So Again? It's always been blown up. It's always getting blown up. So they have a new residence. You want to know where? Uh oh 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 uh it's the uh, the Baxter building. No. Cuz the uh, no. the Fantastic 4 aren't there anymore. No. Uh Aunt May's house. No. Uh You're never going to guess it. Uh, okay, wait, hang on. Uh Stark Tower. No. Uh the Lincoln Tunnel. Nope. Uh okay, I'm, I got nothing. What? Central Park. What? They're they're living in Central Park like a bunch of homeless people. Oh my god. What? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What do you so, mean they're living in a in the park? They are living in the park. So they're, they're homeless? They're the ex 
hobos. They're the ex. Well, old man Logan fits right in. Well, I, I guess so. Yeah, he's got his he's got his bindle so and a pocket full of dreams. So he is uh, old man hobo. Old man hobo. So anyway, all right, let's. So wait, no, 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 wait! Don't you can't drop a bomb on me and like that and then just move on. Well, I how think do they bathe? I think they're living actually in a building that's been built on Central Park. Is it like protected by like some kind of psychic shield or something so they people can't see they, it? No, no, or? no, no, everybody sees it because I'll talk about it later. Oh, all right, okay. So anyway, they are fighting uh, Terax. Are you familiar with Terax? Yeah, he's a uh, former herald of uh, Galactus. Yeah. Okay. So they're they're fighting Terax and they save you know the city, obviously cause damage and destruction. Oh yeah. But the crowd is there, and it's funny. One of the best lines. And this is something that I want to talk about with the X-Men comics. Yeah, yeah. With an X-Men comic, the one word that always comes to me with this is hope. Because these the, the humans hate mutants. And they say, they're like, I don't understand. You have Asgardians. You have people from other galaxies. I don't understand why you hate us. Why is it us that you hate and have the problem with? Good point. And it says, like, afterwards... They're, they're standing along, there's a little bit of fire, and he goes, you know, if the Avengers or the Champions were here, they'd be cheering right now. But the Avengers and Champions aren't here. Anybody seen Kitty like that? And <laughs> The crowd's like, fuck you! Pretty much! <laughs> Actually, I'll get to it right now. Fuck um, you for saving us. We hate you, because well, you're not the Avengers. Well, no, like, here, so Kitty Pride does this speech. She's trying to, she's trying to, you know bring the community around and say, hey, look, we're here to help you guys. Right. And it says, it says, my name is Kitty Pride. I know I should have a code name, but I don't. I guess I'm a little indecisive. Because <laughs> uh, what was her first, what was her code name? Shadowcat. And after that? Or it was before that, actually. Before uh, she was called Sprite. Spr- ah, very good. So, but anyway, she says, even after all these years, I'm the X-Men's leader. I just want to make sure that everyone is okay. And there's the giant crowd. And this little girl raises her hand, and she goes, I'm okay. Her mother looks at her, and she goes, don't talk to it, dear. Like that, and she goes, it? Jesus! Really? She's like, it? Really? Like that? And the woman responds, she goes, sorry. Mutant, homo, superior, advanced individual, whatever the politically correct term is for you people these kind of days. Yeah, and the correct term for you, lady, is bitch. Well, and then she gives her a look, and she goes, I think the word you're searching for is person. Human being, even, if you're being charitable. That's not, and that's what the X Men, and that's what's and then, so sad. Oh, but then she sips, and then she snaps back, like she yells. At the, but she continues with the woman. She goes, "But I see that you're not." Wow! Take that! Snap! So, but anyway, and that's what's so sad about what what this story is, Chris, right. because the X Men are all supposed to be about tolerance and harmony and yes. looking past our differences. Yes. So, but it, it continues, and you find out in the end of the comic, somebody shows up. Uh, who works for the state of New York, guess what? They got to pay land taxes. The X-Men versus the IRS. Yeah, guess how much they owe for Central Park and where they live? $18 million. And Uh, she's like, what is this? He goes, this is Central Park, arguably the most valuable residential real estate in the entire world. Do they do they explain at all how they no, got to this point? Not at all. So we're not we're not given no any idea. of this backstory. No idea. Okay. I wonder all right. if they're gonna show them working day jobs to pay that off. I, I want to see Logan with a hot dog cart. Uh, I was gonna say, you know, he he'd be great working in a deli, you know, slicing people's meat. I want a hot dog cart. 
And hot, oh yeah, because he could he could like you know yeah. shish kebab. Yeah, no, yeah. No, 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 no. I want a hot dog cart. But so yeah, so unfortunately right. though there was yeah there were a couple places in here where this artist or this penciler decided he was gonna put slip in his own little message. So the X Men, after their battle, decided they're gonna play softball. And what's kind of nice about this, this is actually a really touching moment because Lo- Old Man Logan is talking to Kitty, and he says, um. He says, you know, he goes, I never understood why we played sports. I never understood why we did things after this. He goes, but this is important. And she's like, wow, are you getting soft on me? He goes, no, leave me alone. And he says that this is, you know, something normal for everybody in the school to do. And he goes, and normal is not something very common here. So it's a really touching moment. But instead, you look and you see Colossus playing. And Colossus hits the ball, and Nightcrawler cheats, and he puffs over to where the ball is, and he goes and catches it. He goes, what happened to no powers? So anyway, but you look at Colossus's shirt, and you get a QS, and it looks like 551. It looks like a time. You see it? Mm-hmm. Right? Right. Now, you look at it, it looks like a time. No, it is not a time. Somebody looked at it, and it is actually quote and verse. Mm-hmm. From the Quran, right, right. Do, do you have it up? Because yeah, yeah, I've, I've I got it, it up. up I mean, don't. it's it's not a unfortunately, and, and let me just I don't say even this: I want to read it, but I, I mean, know. We let, have let, to. let me just preface it with with this: I mean, uh, any and all holy books, you can you know you you look in the right section, you can usually find something that might be objectionable. But this is a person who specifically sought out this particular message. So what we're doing is really just repeating something. And that, I want to say. The Justice Nerds does not condone this. This is this is disrespectful yeah. in so many ways. So uh, the 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 verse is basically, uh, "Oh, you who have believed, do not take the Jews and Christians as allies. They are in fact allies of one another. And whoever is an ally to them among you, then indeed he is one of them. Indeed, Allah guides not the wrongdoing people." So, arguably, he could have found something much more uh, hostile. Uh, but still, not not a very uh, not a message of unity. I mean, if you're going to there's and I've I've read through the Quran. Uh, you know, there are places in it where you, you definitely you could find much more messages of uh, of unity and and encouragement. But this this was a guy with an axe to grind. He was right. picking this quote and verse with a specific well, message. And then another one that they did was in the scene where she's talking to the crowd. You see a giant two one two and a and a fifty one on this guy's shirt, and they also make um, themselves references to mass protests and other Quran verses forbidding Muslims from being led by other Muslims. There's also, but here's the thing that made me mad about this article. So it says that there's also an image of Kitty Pride, known she's known as a Jewish character, by the way. Right, right. Whose head is obscures a jewelry sign shop, so you only see the word Jew. Okay, but let me tell you something. I can read jewelry. Right, you you you've. Can you read jewelry? You were you, you were doubtful of that. Right one. by her head. Yeah. But, well, that made me kind of mad. I'm like, okay, look, you were right about those three things. Don't don't stretch. Yeah. Because now I think they're looking through it and they're trying to find every little thing. Now they're like, oh, well, you put this in there too. Yeah. You put this in there too. I, I I'm with you, but it, it's I I I understand what you're saying. I I think once. If you're the person that found something, you find any kind of hate speech in yeah. a comic book, it's pretty much going to prime you to look for, for other stuff in there. Did, I mean, Did the writer admit 
Oh, yes. He, okay. He actually, I think it's either on Twitter or whatever. He released a statement and the first words out of his mouth were, my career is over. That's literally what he put. My career is over. You got to wonder though. I mean, what motivates a person to to do that? I mean. Of all things for us to get away from hate, of all things for us to escape our world and somebody goes and does that. That's like walking in to my my comic book room, my quiet space, my place that I go to that I'm having a bad day, and you walk in with spray paint. R- right, no, yeah. No, 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 no. Yeah. You, you have to wonder. I mean, you have to wonder what goes through the mind of someone when they're going to do something like this. I, I'm, I'm just not sure what he hoped to achieve. You know, maybe trying to be a social justice warrior or whatever, and look, I, I get it, but, you know. In, inappropriate. Right, not, absolutely. Not, not, not the place. But, but something... I don't want to say int- – I want to say interesting because what is Marvel doing now with every issue being released after this? Oh, yeah. They're, so Marvel has uh, gotten out in front of this. They're, they're going to be uh, taking those uh, those images out of the, the comic book. They're going to be getting rid of it. Uh, so that makes – this comic valuable yeah yeah i mean p- potentially i mean uh there's going to be a lot of uh, uh they're they're definitely going to be gonna rare be and, and and one of the kind kind of like the uh upside down airplane stamp uh so it, or the uh the butcher babies album that they did with the Se- the beatles with the sears robot uh, right yeah. right right so it's been just kind of a weird couple of weeks for for comic books i mean it's weird when you have this kind of drama outside of the the right. comic books so, all right you know what what what, what I'm tired of hate. Let's have some fun. Let's, Let's talk about comics we've been reading. I All just right. want to know what Colossus' shirt's going to be now. It's probably just going to be a white shirt. Unicorn. They just Why? White it Why out. can't they do something fun? Well, it has, I hope it's a Deadpool shirt. Well, it has the <sighs> X-Men logo on it. And, well, see... I know. I want it to be. You know how they have sometimes that sign that uh, letters that say coexist, and they have like all of the different symbols <laughs> from all of the different religions. I want Colossus to be wearing a coexist shirt. Ugh. Marvel, make it happen. Well, they make a coexist with like Marvel's, uh, like Marvel images. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I've seen that. Do that. that. Do I've that. seen that. All right, buddy. What what you reading? All right, let's. So, this kind of draws to the other side. So what I did, I I picked a couple DC comics, and uh, these now, if you remember, they were doing a Future Quest saga, where. Um, Hanna-Barbera kind of opened up these time portals and now Space Ghost is in the same realm as Birdman and, you know, uh, Johnny Quest is, you know... Shared universe. Yeah, exactly. So DC and all of their brilliantness have released four. Four different series. Um, and I picked up three of them because I couldn't get the, the fourth. Where'd you pick them up, Chris? I picked them up at our friends at Vieira Comics. Bring money. So, I'll tell you. I'll tell you these combinations, and I want you to tell me what you think. You ready? So, I've read one of these, by you, the way. You have, you have. So I was excited about that. Adam Strange and Future Quest, the Johnny Quest family. Okay? I like it. Oh, it makes sense. Perfect sense. Booster Gold is visiting the Flintstones. Well, my! You know, which is, which is hilarious. That uh, hilarity ensues. Now, the one that I thought was most fitting, though, and of course with the show and where we are... Right, right. It is our very own Green Lantern with the Space Ghost. I was so excited when you showed me this comic. 
I, I, when, um, as soon as you're done, let me, let me know. I can, I'll give you my take on it, but I, I want right. to hear. So I'll, I'll do one of them. Um, we'll do, well, yeah, we'll do the Adam Strange and Future Quest. Oh, okay. Which All is right. kind of cool. So basically Adam comes through the Zeta beam and falls in the jungle, right? Now, mind you, this Z- Zeta beam being that, uh, uh, the basically the mode by which he uh, travels from from planet to planet. Yeah. So, what's kind of neat is now they're traveling over um, this ancient jungle. Okay. Right. There's actually a little boy that they that Johnny and Haji know. By the way, I don't know if you know this or not, but um, Doctor Quest has actually adopted Haji. Aww. He, call, he goes, those are my two sons. I like that. Isn't that cool? That is really cool. So I actually like the idea that he adopted Haji finally. That's cool. I, I don't know when they did it, but I thought that was I thought that was kind of nice. So, but anyway, so they're over this, this jungle, and Adam appears, and they get the signal of the Zeta Beam. And they're like, well, let's go down and figure it out. Well, when Adam wakes up, he doesn't know who he is. I think he I think he thunked his head pretty hard. Amnesia. The old thump on the head amnesia bit. So he doesn't he doesn't know who he is. Um Usually when people in real life when people get hit on the head uh that hard they just die. Yeah, yeah. Or get a concussion <laughs> But what's they're... fun yes. <laughs> and throw up is, everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. As soon as they land, who do you think's the first person to go meet Adam Strange out of the uh, Quest family? I'm gonna go out on a limb here and say it's the dog, Chris. That's right. That's bing, right. bing, 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 bing. Bandit comes over, and Adam actually has a memory of when he was a child with his dog. However, Bandit's biting him. Like, Aww. literally just gnawing on his arm. And he got a little bulldog. Now, Bandit's really cool because he's got the little Bandit mask. Looks like a little, he's a bulldog raccoon. He's, like, the greatest thing in the world. He doesn't want anyone to know his secret identity. Right, it's exactly what it is. He's really a German shepherd. So, it takes him a little while, but all of a sudden, he understands that he is uh, Adam Strange and what he's doing there. And there are an evil group of uh, people who got cap- or stranded on this island. Um, I'm trying to remember. So, but anyway, so these evil people actually have the mental control over the dinosaurs in this land. Where so this story does it technically take place in the DC universe or does it take place in the Barbaraverse? I think this is the Barbaraverse. Okay. I, th- I think it is. Oh, the Agents of Fear. So. Ooh, I like that. Yeah, it's F E A R. So, but anyway, if we ever start a band, can we make that the name of our band? No, we're gonna get we're gonna get sued. The Agents of Fear. So, um, Adam is is helping them against the dinosaurs, and you know. Uh, First of all, Adam, awesome name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but also, what's also neat on this island that they're at, not only are there dinosaurs, but there's been a bunch of people who were traveling. Like, there are conquistadors there. There are pirates there. There are knights there. There are. It's you know, kind of like a nexus of, of time. Yes, exactly what it is. Um, so, like, I, I thought this was really neat. So they're, they're traveling along, and a giant... Uh, Super Cobra comes out. Okay. I hate when that happens. I, I think that's oh a Titan Boa. I'm sorry, a Titan Boa. Oh, Titan Boa is no problem, but no, a Super Cobra. Well, I mean, this thing is this thing is massive. Oh, okay. But shit. Who do you think takes care of the snake? Bandit. 
a residential snake charmer, Haji. Ah, oh, damn it. I was he, really hoping it was the dog. I don't know if he speaks parcel tongue or whatever, but <laughs> he, he calms this thing down. They feed it. And then it travels through the other side of the island, and they just hang on like a little train at Disney. Aww. So, um... That's cute. And what's kind of neat for me, though, like, so Adam's trying to help the, um, help the Quest family get away from the Agents of Fear, because they're trying to kill them. And all of a sudden, Adam looks up in the sky, and he sees these wings. He sees this man with the wings. And what was the first thing out of his mouth do you think he says? Birdman! No. Damn it. What did Adam say? Adam, look. Hawkman. He, Hawkman. He, he thought he it was thought Hawkman. He thought it was Hawkman. Ah, okay. So he goes, oh, maybe Hawkman came through the beam too. <laughs> and then he lands and he goes, you're not Hawkman. And he goes, "He goes, you're like Hawkman in my world. He goes, someone uses the name Hawkman like that. And he goes, speaking of your world, Adam. <laughs> you know, and they find like these these little rocks to be able to get Adam back um, pieces of the planet so that way he can beam back to where he's from. So they were able to do that. Why the hell is he throwing shade, man? I mean, his name's Birdman. That's like one, uh, at least right? Haw- at least Hawkman has the consideration to of tell you animal. what genus and species he is, you know? I mean, that's... I a, am that's, the master of all birds. That's fucked up. That's a- <laughs> so anyway, so the agents of fear show up as he opens the Zeta Beam, and they're like, we're going. And we're, we're taking, because they want off this island. And they're like, we're no longer going to be held captive here. You can't keep us here. So like, all right, go ahead. And they end up... Ah, Herculoids! They end up in the Herculoid universe, and they're screwed. So, and then they were able to uh, send another one and uh, send Adam off. Well, the, the other thing I was thinking, Chris, even if they had made it back to the DC-verse, okay, great, yeah, Agents of Fear, you are now trapped in a world full of superheroes that has a Superman and a Batman and a Wonder Woman and about a million other superheroes. We're going to kick your ass. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, all right, so now... Good good artwork, did you... I loved it. Um, is there humor in it? It's more of the uh, quest design. Uh, okay. But, but I, I like it. I thought it was really well done. I thought the story was a good story. It kept my mind busy, and I was like, okay, this is fun to read. Now, let me tell you the bad part of this comic. All right, shoot. There are these mini-stories in this comic. And each one of these comics get a mini story, and they kind of redevelop a character from the Hanna-Barbera, and they put them with DC, or they kind of just redevelop them by themselves. Right, right. So in this one... Give them a rebirth, if you will. We get... Do you guys remember Top Cat? Top Cat. Yeah. So (laughs) Top Cat ends up in Gotham City. All right, you, uh, you, you guys and gal, uh, you, you got to give me the four one one on Top Cat because I do he's not the remember. Most tip top. It, he's is top he? Cat. R- really? Yes. He's he's cool. Yes. You'll know him. You knew him when you saw him. Huh. But here's the thing. So he ends up in Gotham, and there literally is a giant walking fucking cat. A- anthropomorphic uh, cartoon a cat. Yellow cat. Right, with a purple vest and a purple Joker hat, mind you. I'm like, that's going to get your ass kicked uh, anyway. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, he's walking down, and Batman's looking at him like, who the hell are you? And he, like, slams him up against the wall, and he goes, I'm just here. I'm looking for my brother, blah, 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 blah. And apparently his friend fell through the Zeta Bean, too, that he's trying to find. It's another cat. Well, basically, he's talking about, like, in his cat world, he was in prison. But what does that look like? Uh, it's Shawshank, dude. 
So they actually do like a Shawshank. Look at they. He builds a whole like he has a whole generator, like a a, a portal. Top Cat was a friend of mine. And that's he- exactly what happens. And he escapes. And when he escapes, he ends up in Gotham City. And it is literally terrible. He was a tall drink of water. All right, I won't subject you to any more of so my anyway, Morgan Freeman. So as he continues, you know, Batman finally believes him and, and wanders off. And then he hears, you really think he fell for that? And he turned and look. Who do you think he's talking to? Uh, I don't know, Chris. The only other feline there in Gotham City. Oh, Catwoman. okay. So Catwoman is like, oh, well, you know, you could make a good business here, blah, 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 blah. And he's like, mind your business. And he like just kind of wanders off. I literally read that. So, I- so now Top Cat is trapped in the DC universe? Yes. So, wait, he tunneled out of Shawshank prison yes. and wound up in the DC universe. This portal generator here, let me find the actual name for it. It, it basically creates a Zeta Beam is really what it is, but it looked like a black hole. And that's what they projected onto the wall. Um did he have a, a, a picture, a, a poster of Rita Hayworth covering no, up the he hole? No, he didn't. That, was... that would have been really appropriate. No, actually, what would have it's been more appropriate? A, right. a poster of Josie and the Pussycats right. probably would have been better. It's called a dark matter projector. And what it is is you, you turn it on, it creates dark matter hole, and you're able to fall through it. Well, anyway, when he did, he ended up in the sewer system of Gotham City. Um, I don't know. Okay, okay all right. Hey, you know, man, they... They are the music makers. They are the dreamers of dreams. Right. I am not going to shit in their cereal. So here's so. the deal. 80% of the comic, great. Yes. The rest, no. You, you didn't care for Top I Cat. I do not want a Top Cat ba- Batman comic by himself. <laughs> All no, right. I do not. No, I do not. Is what it a- just because it's a talking tall cat? Well, that's part of it, but I, I, the story does not seem interesting. It doesn't seem interesting at all. So. I, I these are and these are all kind of one and dones. Yeah, anyway. that's exactly what it yeah. is. These are tongue in cheek. They're yeah, you know, but sure. they were fun. Like I said, the the actual storyline. I'm like with the the Quest family and Adam Strange. I'm like, this is cool. Okay, I'm down. It's fun. So what about you? What have you been reading? All right. Well, I I read the uh, the Green Lantern Space Ghost crossover. Um, and uh, you know, the, I I enjoyed it. I'll say I was over, excited o- about this. O- overall, I'll say that I enjoyed it. I'm not gonna. Uh, give give away uh, any any spoilers to the to the story uh writer uh of of this was uh two writers we had uh, james uh, tinian the fourth and christopher selba and uh, the artist was uh, ariel uh, olivetti there you go uh retails for about 4.99 um at your your local comic book store uh so the the premise of this book is uh Basically, Ghost, uh, Space Ghost, and uh, Green Lantern are entering a distress call. They're both kind of they're two space cops, right? They're on their way, and they, they don't know that the other one's gone. They're on their way. They don't know. This is the Tango and Cash. That's of, exactly what this it is. It is exactly what it is. It is the Tango right. and Cash. But wait, wait, so, wait. You, who's who? But I think I already know who's who. Oh well, I mean, Hal Jordan has to be Kurt Russell. Oh, he's totally yeah. He's he's uh, totally uh, Cash. Yeah. Gabriel Cash, totally yeah. all the way. Good. You know, he's the loose cannon. Yeah. He's the you know goofing off, and uh, and Space Ghost is totally uh, Ray Ray Tango. He's uh, Rambo is a pussy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> right. Um, so you got these two both on their way answering a distress call. Uh, and they, they run into each other, and of course, you do the whole obligatory uh, hero-on-hero battle. 
each one mistaking the other one for for the, 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 the bad yeah, yeah for the for the bad guy. Um, so uh, you know the, the you got two space cops. They got to team up to unravel the mystery of this distress call and uh, and hopefully save the day. That's kind of the, the that's the story in in a nutshell. Okay. Okay. Um, I'll go over kind of the good and the bad of this. So you know the good. As soon as you showed me the cover of this, yeah. uh, this story made perfect sense to me. I'm like, yes, if there are any two characters that should have a crossover, it's, it's these two. Yeah, it's Space Ghost and and Green Lantern, yeah. the two space cops. Uh, you know, back you know before my my son came with us and I had my my room uh, where I displayed all all you my did collectibles. A battle. I had I had Space Ghost hanging up with the the Green Lantern Corps because yeah. I'm like, yeah, man, he would. You know, they're all cops. They're, you know. Uh, you know, maybe uh, maybe uh, Space Ghost is more kind of like uh, a Stady, and uh, yeah, and uh, uh, Green Lantern is more like City Cops. Uh, Whatever. Uh, but but yeah, it, it makes sense that these two characters would would interact with each other, and I love the way that they're written in the story. Okay, they're not like um, they're you you can't interchange the characters. They are written as having kind of distinct personalities. Hal Jordan is written as having this sort of swagger sort of this sarcastic well, he's a pilot pilot you know, yeah. it kind of plays by his own rules whereas space ghost is more of like the uh square jaw dudley do right everything by the book kind of kind of dude so i i really enjoyed the interaction between the two of them so that that was something that was fun it's kind of like you and i it is, it is, right? I mean, we were talking about this before the show. I'm the good cop, you're the bad cop, Jen's the worst cop. Yeah. Yay! <laughs> she's, she's the loose, loose cannon. She's the looser can. That came out wrong. Okay, moving on. <laughs> That's hilarious. Uh, <laughs> uh, and it's got good artwork. It's got really good artwork. I, so I, I really enjoyed that. And as far as a one-off goes, you, you know, to answer the question you frequently ask, Chris, were you entertained? Yes. I, I was entertained by this. This is an entertaining book. It's, it's, worth, a, it's worth a look at. Um, as far as the bad, I'll say this. The cover of the book is kind of a tease. Yeah. So if I, if I could see the cover for, for just a moment, um, you get – so. You have several of the rogues gallery of both of these both, guys. Yeah, you got you got you know it's a beautiful cover. We got King Shark, you got Sinestro, you got uh, Zorak. Uh, unfortunately, I'm not as familiar with the Space Ghost Rogues Gallery. Uh, Moltar, Zoltar. I th- uh, oh crap! I, I, I'm going to stop while while I'm uh, ahead. Anyway, uh, and the cover is just kind of a tease because you have don't forget. Oh, uh, bl- uh, Black Hand. Yeah, Black Hand. Um, none of these, except for Zorak, none of these villains appear in the book. <laughs> yeah, it's it's kind of a big well, fake out. I think there's this is actually going to be one of. Did it end it? It it's done. This is a one and done. Oh, that's garbage. Yeah, and that's another part of my complaint about this is that by making it sort of a one and done story, you kind of you really constrain the the writer's ability. Uh, as far as to weave these two worlds together, now I'm going to give them credit. I'm gonna, to to both writers, uh, James and and Christopher. I'm going to give you guys uh, a credit because I think for what you were get. That's weird, that's right? Weird. Whoa! Um, I literally thought you just made that crap up. But no, I'm like, no, no. Us. Um, you know, for what they had to work with. Uh, I think they did a great job. They they tell a small, self-contained story. It, it just left me wanting more. I, I would have liked to have seen more of uh, an interaction between 
the the different worlds or the rogues galleries of these characters. Now, I'll give you a a, a Green Lantern villain does appear. There is one Green Lantern villain that appears, but he's kind of there and then forgotten about uh, very very quickly. Guy Gardner. Uh, no. Ah, no. Uh, you you want me to give it away or you want? No, don't is give it, it away. Is it a pencil? It is not a pencil. Is it a yellow it, traffic light? It is not a yellow traffic light. Is Although, it a yellow submarine? It is nothing yellow. It is oh. nothing yellow. But those are all... Is it a blue submarine? It is a, it is a blue submarine. Oh, God you won. damn it, Jen. Um, now, what was it? So it, it was Larfleeze, the uh, orange lantern. So he, he makes kind of an appearance, and he's of course, he hears about that there's some type of ultimate weapon, and of course, uh, orange lanterns are all about mine, 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 gimme, gimme, gimme. So he's, he's after it. But... He's kind of there and, and forgotten about very quickly. It's an entertaining story for what they could do. It just left me wanting uh, a, a little more. And like all crossovers, I mean, I you know you and I are suckers for for, for crossovers. That is like a common theme for this show. And, and and Jen, I remember you you saying that you you like crossovers too. I do, but I read a lot of manga. So. Right, and that that's kind of a staple of that genre, right? Yeah. So yeah, I mean. The, I love crossovers, but I'm willing to acknowledge that uh, there nothing really happens to progress the character because you'll never hear about this again. This no. adventure that this happens with Space Ghost, you're not going to have Green Lantern say, "Oh wow, I I haven't been hit this hard since the time I got hit by Space Ghost." I mean, that's yeah. that's it. It's kind of forgotten. So, what's about. your favorite moment with this, though? Um, uh, it, this is a it's kind of a spoiler, and an, if you don't mind my sharing no, no, it, no, it's. No, no. There's a moment, so Green Lantern, if you don't want to hear this, skip ahead. It's just kind of a cute moment. It's nothing huge, but it just it made me laugh. There's a moment in the comic book where Green Lantern gets marooned on this planet, and he's attacked by the, the natives, and he's trying to, his, his ring's getting weaker, he's trying to repel them, and he goes, okay, I got to scare them away. I got to think of, just concentrate, think of the most scary thing I can think of. And what does he think of, Chris? What? A giant green Batman. <laughs> and it sends, it sends them all running. I thought, that's funny. That, that's, that's cute. Well, because it scares him. Because remember, well, I like that. I like the continuity because if you remember in the Justice League movies that they've been doing with the cartoon, What's the nickname that he gives Batman? He calls him Spooky. He calls him Spooky. <laughs> Which is funny because that's the nickname he gives to Space Ghost. Yeah. He calls Space Ghost Spooky eh, as well. It's fitting. Yeah. Uh, so so yeah, uh, it's it's worth a look. I mean, it's um, is it worth four ninety nine? No, probably not. If you got a friend that has it, go go borrow it from him, or or wait for it to drop in price on Comicsology, and and then maybe get it. But yeah, it's it's worth a look. Um, just a couple honorable mentions of some other stuff I've been reading. Uh, I, I, so I've been continuing with uh, Invincible Iron Man over in Marvel. And uh, again, it kind of <laughs> brings it all back around to diversity. Uh, th we're following the adventures of Riri Williams, who is the, the new Iron Man. Um, and this is kind of closing her first story arc. Oh, okay. Uh, and uh, it's so it's issues four and five written by Brian Michael Bendis uh, with uh, pencils by Stefano Caselli. And I, I've, I'm a big fan of Bendis. I mean, he's he's a great writer. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and uh, I, I love just snappy dialogue. And we're just, he's really doing a great job on on character development. So just the overall plot of these, these two issues. So Riri Williams, a.k.a. Ironheart, gets a visit from Iron Man regular Pepper Potts, a.k.a. Rescue. Um, 
because she has her own suit of the armor. Iron now. Medic. The Iron Maiden. Note that's taken Iron already. Maiden. <laughs> right. Um, they're confronted by Tomo. I don't know if you remember who Tomo was. Do you remember? Yeah, doesn't he have like brothers, Origato, Mr. Roboto? Uh, you are so close. No, actually, uh. it's a woman. And uh, You would have thought that, right, Jen? I mean, yeah. Right? Yeah. No, right. I, like I said, you were so close. I mean, you were like this, like this, this close. Uh, no, this is a, an inhuman. Uh, she was, and by that, I, I don't mean like she's really evil. I mean that uh, she was exposed to the, uh, the Terrigen Mists that exist within the Marvel Universe and um, and was given the power to control technology with her thoughts. Mm-hmm. She fought Tony and so she's uh, Rhodey. So she's a technopath. She's a technopath. She fought... And everywhere she goes, techno music plays. Yes. Uh, so in Tony's last adventure with War Machine, he, he fought her and she she was a she's a handful um so this is kind of Riri's sort of rite of passage taking on a villain that gave her her mentor uh some difficulty uh iron man continues to be an entertaining book the artwork uh caselli's artwork is just is gorgeous i'm enjoying the character development uh great storytelling uh uh, using uh riri's uh smarts to to outwit the villain um, just a couple complaints, I guess. Uh, the cover of issue five, I don't know what it is with, with comic book artists, uh, and I guess this is not new, but the cover not having anything to do with the actual content Man, of the that's book. that's been going on a lot. Yeah, it, well, on issue five, the cover of issue five, you see Riri surrounded by all of these superheroes, and none of which appear in the actual comic book. Yeah. Now, I wouldn't have had a problem with that, except for in the summary. So at the end of issue four, uh-huh. when they're given the summary of what's going to happen in issue five, they make reference to the fact that Riri's going to make her debut to the Marvel superhero right. community. the universe. So I'm thinking, okay, now I see the cover, and this I'm expecting to see all of these people. Deadpool was in it for a panel like inexplicably like he doesn't even have a line i don't know crossing the street yeah yeah like so i'm not quite sure if that's an inside joke or maybe i'm just really dense and i just missed it but uh guys out there in podcast land if you know what that's about and you want to email us at justusnerdspc at gmail.com uh or drop us a message on our facebook page i would love to to figure out that mystery uh and one last thing and uh the one critique the idea of Pepper Potts as a superhero is just weird for me. That's like turning Mary Jane into Spider-Man. It, it is. It's like, and she she was. She was turned into the Iron Spider. Uh, and it's just weird for me when you have these characters that traditionally have not been superheroes uh, turning them into. It, it almost makes it seem as if being a superhero is just a matter of putting on a costume, right. which right. as you and I know, that's just... Not the case. Not. I mean, I, well, I dress up as Batman. Right. That doesn't make me suddenly so here's the thing, Batman. You know, like, with with that, it, it's literally like these people put on the suit and, um, oh, my God, what is it? They are the uh, greatest American hero. Yeah. Where they've got the suit, but they don't really know how it works. They they don't know they don't know what they're doing. Right, yeah, right. So, so I, I, that's just weird for me. And I'll just conclude with just uh, my my favorite moment. Uh, and, and this is it's actually just kind of a poignant moment. And it's Riri's mother, uh, 
is in the garage. So Riri's gone. She doesn't know where she is. She's off having an adventure. Uh, and she she's aware that Riri has the Tony Stark AI. And so she's not sure if the AI is listening or around. And she just has this very poignant speech about, is it right letting her daughter do what she's doing? Does right. it make her a bad mom that she's letting her daughter take ri- take these risks? Yes. Uh, <laughs> well, it's more of a rhetorical question. Oh. <laughs> but but I'll I, give but, her an answer. But I see where you stand on that. Um, so so that's some of what I've been reading. I'm, I've I've I really enjoyed it. Um, let's do some movie talk. There'll be spectacle. There'll be fantasy. There'll be daring do and stuff like you would never see. Big, big, big week for trailers. Yeah. Big week for movie trailers. Uh, let's. I'm gonna run through the list, and then uh, well, you, you guys just few. tell me. T- yeah, you guys tell me what stood out for you. So, uh, in the past two weeks, we've seen uh, Spider-Man: Homecoming, a second trailer released. Yeah. We've seen the Justice League trailer released. Yeah. Uh, we've seen the the Mummy trailer released. We've seen the, uh, Thor Ragnarok that that just dropped yesterday. Yes. Um, so, uh, All right. what 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 stands out to you guys? Go ahead. I, I'm really excited for the Thor Ragnarok. Right, trailer. right, right. It's got kind of the uh, Guardians of the Galaxy vibe to it. Um, like I which, explained. Which Sir Christopher explained. <laughs> well, I, well, obviously off, off mic, what I'm saying is, is um, you see in this, Thor actually is basically transported to that galaxy. I'm starting to believe you see Jeff Goldblum, right? Yeah, and yeah. And he... Uh, doesn't know who is going to fight his um, champion. Uh, uh, Chris, are, are, are you saying that uh, 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 Goldblum uh, uh, doesn't know uh, uh, who who uh, he, he he's gonna his champion uh, is is, is going to be? It's going to be yes, really. So, but what it is is, um, I believe that Goldblum is in the same uh, galaxy, obviously, as the Guardians. So oh yeah, yeah. I, I think that the planet that they're on is actually where Groot. And um, Rocket were doing their bounty hunting where they saw Stan Lee. Oh, and okay, okay. Because right. if you look at the makeup that he's wearing, if you look around at, on those on that planet, they're the same people. Um, so yeah, I was I was also really excited. I'll tell you this: I don't know how you guys feel about this. For me, out of all of the Marvel universe, the Thor movies have been the weakest. They have been the weakest movies. Um, I I, I agree. I, I I would agree with that. What uh, What do you think? I Jen. have not watched them. I had no desire See? to watch them. All right. Well, there, so, there, there you go. This, I was like, okay, this looks really cool. Right? I, I, I was excited for this. Uh, I think we're going to get some some humor yes. in this. Yeah. Well, there were two things that brought the nerd out in me, and I, I lost my mind. All right. All right. Well, there's a bunch. I mean, we see Hela finally. You know? Right. But we see her in both uh, costumes. I don't know if you noticed. She's yeah, the one. Oh yeah, yeah, with the, yeah, with the uh, the well, huge first hat see, rack. You see her without it. Right, right. And she she broke Milanor, and that sends Thor running. Oh, how how epic is that? But then we see her in hell, and you see her as she's supposed to be in the comic book. She's got her her horns and everything like right? that. And it looks amazing. But for me, what what sent me off was Thor comes into the arena, and he has a helmet, and he puts it on, and at first it looked like the Hermes, and I'm like. Oh, but then he takes it and he pulls it down and it's got the wings. Right. Like, we're finally getting a Thor movie <laughs> where he's wearing a goddamn helmet. Right, right, right. And then the door opens 
and I I knew who it was. I was like, oh, of course, yeah, he's yeah. fighting Hulk. And Hulk comes out. I just loved Thor's reaction. As soon as he saw him, he goes, yeah! <laughs> right, right, and right. And then they all stop. Everyone's puzzled by like, this. Why are you happy for and this? And then he explains himself to the crowd. <laughs> yeah. I know him from work. <laughs> We're know? friends. We're friends. We're, We're friends bros. from work. You know what? I love We're that. We're totally bros. And then you see the fight happening again. And of course, Thor's knocked him out. Right. He's been the only one to kind of put him in his place. Right, right. So now, you know, you see him, and you see it, that uppercut coming. It's payback time. So we're going to get a round two for that, so I'm really excited. How about the fact that we have a Thor trailer set to a Led Zeppelin song? Yeah. Which is amazing. Well, <laughs> you, you know what it is? Think about it. Actually, in three of these trailers, okay, your Justice League trailer, we've got Thor Ragnarok. They're all taking from... Guardians. They yeah. all go, you know what? Yeah. We need to put a classic movie or a classic music into this. And people go, oh, man. Because I can tell you right now what the songs are. Because Justice League did come together. Right, The Beatles right. tune. This one did um, Led what, Zeppelin. Yeah. They, they did uh, the Levy. Y- you, know, then, you know, it's the... It's the ah! Oh, the immigrant song. That's song right. that you know that's so, that, that's the name of that yeah, song. No, no, it's called the immigrant song. So, but then you know, and then Guardians did um, Fox on the Run. Fox on the Run, but then they also did the Fleetwood Mac. Fleetwood Mac. Um, so was it something about a chain or something? I don't listen to Fleetwood Mac. Chris, Chris couldn't you just see though, uh, and, and Jen too? Couldn't you just see like a Led Zeppelin album cover? With like, well, that's, you know, that's like what they're based Thor, yeah, you know. Well, like. The thing is with Led Zeppelin is like they were heavily into mythology and stuff like that. I mean, shit, one of their songs is about Lord of the Rings. R- right, right, right. So right there, I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm down. I'm good. I'm, I'm good with this. I'm cool with it. One, uh, Rando, one of his favorite, one of his favorite Led Zeppelin songs makes reference to, uh, yeah, Gollum, yeah. Uh, taking, taking the girl, stealing the girl away yeah, to the absolutely. halls of Mordor. Absolutely. So, but for me, when I saw this, I was like, okay. We're going to get that Guardians feel. Now, everything that I've seen, um, so Odin has been basically, he's banished. He's chilling. He's he's a homeless guy. He's living in Central Park with the X-Men. Yes. No, but like literally photos I've seen of Sir Anthony Hopkins is like he's got his eye patch on, but he's wearing like sweatpants and an old beat up sweatshirt. And, but we all know from Doctor Strange Steven's going to find Odin. Right, right. So I think we're going to see a little bit more of Steven working with this as well. Love it. Love it. All right. Um, let's talk about the Spider-Man trailer. Sure, sure. What did you think, man? You being a Spider-Man fan. Oh, man. Uh, I was so excited. I, I mean, it's no secret I've been very excited for this Spider-Man movie, but this this second trailer's got me even more uh, excited. If I do have any complaint, and I'm going to echo probably the sentiments of a lot of other people, I, I felt like we got a little too much. Like it gave Agreed. away a little too much of the Agreed. story. Like we, we kind of know that he and Tony Stark are going to have sort of this uh, strain on, on their relationship. Uh, but but aside from that... Battle's a strong word. I'd say struggle. Yeah, struggle. yeah. Con- inter- interpersonal conflict. Yeah. Tony's having a kid that he didn't realize he wanted. Yeah, yeah, exactly. He's, and... You know, I, I, it makes perfect sense for the character of Tony Stark. I mean, this is this is a character who has gone through I don't know four or five different movies now. He's seen some and 150 shit. different suits and 150 different s- suits, and he's he's developed a little bit of 
uh, I don't know if I would say maturity, but but definitely much more caution than he's had in the the past. Yeah, I mean, what's kind of cool is he's trying to teach Peter not to be reckless like he is. Yeah, yeah, and I think it's, you know, it, it's sort of... Peter does take on sort of the surrogate ro- role, the surrogate son role yeah. for him, and, and I, th- I think most fathers, it's their hope that their sons be better, better. than than they are. Uh, we get to see a lot more of Michael Keaton's Vulture yeah. in this, which I just I think is great. Well, I told you, like at first, I was like, it's it's Michael Keaton in in basically a hang glider with a motor in it, but. Man, it looks cool. No, 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 no. He's, uh, I mean... Th- th- I didn't he is... like the flight helmet at first. I thought that was kind of dumb. Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. now it kind of makes sense. And I look grew at it, on I'm you? like, okay, yeah. That was the thing. It, it kind of grew, and I was like, all right, I'm good. How, how? And I know this has been said time and time again, but how weird is it that you have a man who really hit, really hit it big playing a superhero had a comeback recently as a superhero as an as an actor who played a superhero, superhero. Uh, who also by the way happened to have a bird motif yes <laughs> and is now playing a villain that has a bird motif that is kind of weird the world it just it has come full circle so i i was very excited about this trailer uh i think we're going to get some great action i think marvel's going to do it again uh and I, Anytime that I, I think a movie, a good comic book movie is coming out, I get excited, not just for my own personal enjoyment, but from the standpoint of every good comic book movie we get is just going to further the industry and make sure that the, the fad lasts just a little bit longer. I'm, 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 I don't think it's... I'm not convinced that this is... This is not going to die. It's you don't think so? No, I do not. Well, what about? I'm, I'm just thinking of like the western. The, the western at there was one point in time the western was really big. No, I'm very and, familiar, and I've, I still and, watch them. And, but but they're not as big as they used to be. It, no, no, no. no it agreed, died out. Agreed, so, agreed. But I just I don't think it's I don't think it's going to happen. I, I I just think that eventually it's inevitable, like all things, that the superhero wave uh, will eventually crash. But I don't think it's going to happen. I don't think that wave's going to crash. So long as they keep making good movies. Yeah, no, I agree I with you. I think they're also bridging uh, generations. Right? I mean, you have the young Peter Parker who's obviously going to apply to the millennials. Right, right, right. And then you have the Guardians of the Galaxy and the new, of course, the new Thor movie with the amazing music that so many of the older generations grew up with. No, I yeah, agree with that, yeah. yeah. Absolutely, and and I I don't know I I've seen on on the online forums Marvel films, uh, I've seen some people try to make the argument that Marvel films are are more childish or more no, uh, geared toward children, and I, I don't think so. I I disagree with that. I don't in, think so in, at all. Entirely. They have a better plot than Batman versus Superman. I I honestly you. Yes, I mean in effect, I think that's what some people would make the the argument. Well, no, uh, here's the thing for me though. If if we were to use it, I use it in kind of a color tone. But remember, we can't base Batman and Superman, Batman versus Superman, off of what DC is going to give us for the rest of it because we've already seen, and we'll talk about it in a minute with the Justice League trailer. Right. Like, right. you know, Marvel just had more color than because Batman and Superman was very dark. It was a very dark movie, but it was meant to be that way because that's how Frank Miller did it. Anything Frank Miller does is fucking dark. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I think even like the like the rainbows in that movie were were they dark. They were like gray. They were like gray. Yeah, yeah, they had no color in them. Um, you know what I did like about the Spider-Man trailer, and I will talk about this. I like that we see two more parts of the technology. 
Well, he has the spider on his chest now that comes off, and it, I'm thinking it's a drone. So, yeah, like so uh, it's like gonna, Red Wing. So it's going to fly up, and it's going to look ahead and be like, hey, there's nobody up there, and then it'll come down to his chest. But for me, you know what was the most exciting part? He takes the suit out of the backpack. He throws it on, and it doesn't look like it fits. And then he hits a button, and the thing forms to his body. And I looked, and I went, well, shit. That's how he gets changed so quick. The vacuum seal. You know what it reminds me of, actually? Those uh, power power, power yeah. laces. Yeah. All right. Yeah, it reminds me of your jacket is now dry. <laughs> right, yeah. yeah. Um, All right. Let's talk about Justice League. Uh, Jen, did you did you see the Justice League trailer? Yes, I did. Well, what, what are your thoughts? It looks amazing. Real, yeah. Really? All right, okay. Yeah, I I gotta say, dude, like if you were if you were on the fence for the first trailer, this one tipped you to that one side. I will admit, I I will admit, I have, and it's been much to my, I've been lamenting the fact that I have not been really excited for the Justice League movie. You liked it. I saw, I saw this trailer, this, I was like, okay, all right, I'm, I'm, I'm intrigued. Yes, yes. First, you had my curiosity. Now, you have my attention. Yeah. I, I love the idea. And you can tell it's a lot lighter. Yeah. And yeah. I'll say it right now, uh, Aquathor stole <laughs> the trailer. Well, that's basically what it, they're doing. Uh, agreed. They're, they're, they're taking Aquaman and they're turning him into Thor. He, he is Aquathor. You have to have the barbarian type with your party. But he's like barbarian a surfer. Barbarian god. Yeah. 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 But, he, but he's like a surfer dude. Yeah. But I like it. He's like, you're just like a bat. I dig it. I, I love it. That's one of my favorite you know? moments in the trailer. Or I like that he's on the Batmobile and he's kind of surfing it. And he's right? Like, yeah, it's cool. Let's right. do stuff. You exactly. Know? Yeah. So, yeah. Well, and you know, kind of look at it. And you know what I, la- I laughed at the most, honestly, out of that whole trailer? Bruce Wayne makes fun of himself. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Flash sits in his car and he looks at him and he goes, what's your superpower? And he just looks him dead in the eye, serious. And he goes, I'm rich. Just like that. <laughs> Didn't tell him, you know, the years of all the training he's done. Nothing. I'm rich. Well, you know, it, it, it's the best way to summarize everything because, you know, being rich pays for a lot of personal nope. trainers. You can spend all that time in the gym. You can, you know. But, you know, and the thing is, like, if you look at it, and they really are, you know they're trying with the, the Avengers. Because you have Bruce Wayne, who is your Iron Man type, right? So you have that. And now we have Flash, who is our Spider-Man. He's our kid that, you know, is still learning about his powers and he doesn't really know what's going on. Kind of our entry point yep. for the audience. Then we have somebody who belongs from a different time era. <gasps> Wonder Woman, who also sounds like Captain America. Yeah, yeah. Then we also have a barbaric person with long hair who likes to trash stuff. Who could that be? Oh my God, it's Thor Aquaman. Yeah. I mean, you know, and then we have our technology and stuff like that. Our robot. Right, right. Yeah. Maybe it's like our vision, you know, so. You know, and just to speak to uh, the, your, your, your early, you asked an earlier question, is Marvel and DC com- competing? And I, I think they're, you know, and, and Jen, they're, they're basically just, they're telling the same story. Absolutely. It's just the, it's the, you know, your basic Joseph Campbell hero with a thousand faces. It's just, it's the same story, different, different packaging, but. You know, as long as it's entertaining. Yeah, I like it. It's not like, I don't think the battle, I don't know if you know anyone like this. I I don't. But have you ever met anyone that was like, they're so gung-ho for one side that they refuse to go see the... No. Nor have I. I don't think we associate with those people. We don't talk about those people. 
no. Um, so yeah, man. I mean, it's it's just it, it's it's all fun. We're we're all nerds. No, just, I'm excited just have, for it. Have, like I said, a good it time. looks it looks good, and you know, it could be a giant load of crap, and someone just knows how to cut a trailer. But you know, and I'm I'm st- the jury is still out for me. Honestly, I'm gonna be waiting on the Rotten Tomatoes. Gonna go, uh, we're gonna go see it. We're gonna go see it's it. It's gonna be Ninja Turtles all over again. Yes, but you're at gonna... least it's not the new Fantastic Four. At least it's not the new Fantastic Four. That so uh, we do have that point taken, Jen. Well, All right, we, we got a little bit of movie news also this week. Um, so Joss Whedon announced as the director for the new Batgirl movie. How Looks d- like he's uh, jumping ship there. Now I will say something that I did learn about this. We may have up to four to six Batman movies in the next five years. And that, now that's Batman related characters. Correct. Okay. So. All right. They're talking about, obviously, another Suicide Squad, the Batgirl movie. They're talking the Sirens of Gotham, um, Nightwing, and then they're going to do, like, a Bat Family. So what? Um, let, let's kind of go around the, the table here. Uh, I mean, Chris, what? how do you feel about that? I, I don't know how I feel about that they're starting off with Batgirl. I think they should wait. I think they should do it after the Batman have her in the movie and then branch off. Will Robin be in the Batman? They haven't said. They haven't said a word. We know very little about what's going to happen like in Robin the Batman. I feel like Robin should come before Batgirl. No, I agree with you. I mean, he was he was the first, you know, uh, sidekick. So I mean, I want all the Robins. All in one movie? No, I just well maybe yes. She wants to see. <laughs> well, the thing for me though, like honestly, they have one of the per like the most. Perfect storylines ever written, and all they have to do is just put it to film, and that and that's Hush. Uh, I yeah, would I yeah. I would love and, to and, see Hush. And what a great way to really debut the Batman Rogues Gallery, and also all the Robins, and and all of the yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's really kind of what Hush was intended to be yeah. was sort of a showcasing of all of the, the now, characters of granted, this universe. if you haven't read Hush, you need to read it. It's probably one of the greatest literal works that DC's put out. You can also color it. Yes, they they do now have the coloring book of Hush. Really? Yeah, it's actually pretty cool. But the thing is, is um, Jason, the only thing different about Jason is he... Jason Todd. Jason Todd, who was Robin, who was killed by the Joker. Um, You see him in this. However, it is a hallucination of Batman because he's been hit with fear gas. Okay. So I think they they could start that and then maybe in the next movie do Under the Red Hood. And then have... You know, uh, Jason B. Uh, under the Red Hood, obviously. I, I agree with you. I think that would make for a really cool story. I I think for the more kind of ultra ultra nerd type type stuff, I think well, they're going to do even... that D- DC animated. Uh, no, I, I agree, but the thing is, honestly, for me, I think it's a waste. I think it's an absolute waste because you can even take somebody who doesn't really know Batman lore mm-hmm. and put them into that movie, and they'll be like. Oh wow! I didn't know about this person. I didn't know. Hush. She... You mean? Well, yeah. Yeah. But like, you don't even, you know, like Hush would be great to see. But like the other Rogues Gallery, like you're saying, they'll know all those people. They'll know who Nightwing is. I mean, if not, wait thirty minutes. I'm sure he'll call him Nightwing somewhere. <laughs> um, I, I, I mean, I, I agree with you there. I think Hush would probably make a good, uh, you know, good entry point. Uh, for you know, for the new cinematic universe, but uh, Jen, I'm curious, wh- how do you feel about having all of these new Batman movies? Is that a character that interests you at all, or is that? I'm I'm kind of excited about it. Like I said, I think Robin should 
definitely debut before Batgirl. Um, but I, I'm really excited for it. Now, d- they've said which Batgirl it's going to be. I don't know if you know that or not. Well, I, I was. One? Huh? Is it the new one? Well, it's going to be the new 52 um, Batgirl. Yeah. So I was wondering, I was like, are they going to start her out in a wheelchair? Are we going to end in a wheelchair? What are we doing here? Yeah. But no, no, no. That's apparently. Uh, I mean, there's. Yeah, I think anytime you're going to introduce a character, they're always going to go with the initial iteration. The original. I, I think the yeah. Barbara Gordon. Not. Do you think she's going to get the motorcycle? Probably. I mean, I, I want the 1960 style motorcycle. That that purple motorcycle. That thing was gorgeous. <laughs> I well, I, I know that they they have uh, one of the new DC icon figures. Yeah, uh, with her with the bike com, comes with the the motorcycle. Yeah, it's gorgeous. Uh, and you know, I I know that you know it's it's all about marketing, right? So you want to have your character closely resemble whatever their their most recent iteration is right. in the in the comics. So I don't. I'll be honest. Um, the idea of uh, a Joss Whedon uh, directed Batgirl, uh, excuse me, a movie direct, directed by Joss Whedon, Batgirl, whatever. Um, I knew what you said. You knew what you said. Uh, I, I don't. I, apparently, I don't know what I'm saying. So I'm glad one of us here knows. It excites me. I'm. I'm. I'm actually. You know, I, I, because I like Joss Whedon as a director. I think that uh, he handles female characters really well. Uh, my only problem is I, I just feel that your your Robin movie, your Batgirl movie, your Gotham Sirens movie, these are all characters that are peripheral characters that are all they're 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 the garnish to the steak that is Batman. Right. And that's the thing. Like nobody eats the garnish. Nobody eats the garnish. I eat the garnish. Yeah. Jen eats the garnish. Okay. So there's one. All right. Uh, so that that's my only thing. It's for for me. It it I I have that thought that wait a minute. These are all side characters. They're interesting as foils for Batman. I think the challenge is turning them into compelling characters on their own. So who knows? Uh, you know, if anyone can do it, certainly Joss Whedon can. I mean, he He's his such success. His I mean, his resume speaks for itself. Yeah, so yeah. what the hell do I know? Shut up, Jay. Okay, I'm shutting up. All right. So what else <laughs> we got? Um, well, some news came out from DC Animated Films. We're going to be getting a new direct-to-video animated movie. Yeah, uh, well, they just released, there's another, well, obviously after, because they just released another trailer for Teen Titans, The Judas Contract. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, so I forgot about that one. They're doing that one. That one's coming out, but yeah, this is coming next. And it, so what, what we're getting is a new uh, movie that's kind of in the vein of the animation style, at least, of the old uh, Timverse. Paul Dini and, and Bruce Timm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's called uh, Batman and Harley, and uh, yeah, is it, uh, Chris is cringing right now. Um so, but hey, look, we're gonna get our buddy Kevin Conroy as no. Batman. Well, come on, man, that guy, that guy's, you know, uh, you can't do Bruce Tim. Choose style. your. <laughs> I was gonna say, choose your next words no, carefully, friend. You, well, also, you really, I like Jason O'Mara. Uh-huh. I like, I like him as mm-hmm. as Batman, but he's not Kevin Conroy. No, nobody. You cannot ca- do a Bruce Tim style Batman without Kevin Conroy. Uh, uh, agreed. Agreed. Um. The, the the premise of this film, from what I can tell, it's it's really sort of like a uh, like a forty eight hours sort of scenario. Um, Batman has to try to track down Poison Ivy, who has this kind of plot. He's Harley's girlfriend. Uh, yeah, yeah, on again, off again, I I guess. And so yeah. they 
uh, he and Nightwing are, all right, we have so much time to track her down. We have to find someone. Let's get a list of known associates. And then they're like, oh, shit, her. So uh, they have to uh, co-opt uh, Harley Quinn to to help them locate uh, Poison Ivy. Um, some of the statements that have been released about this, I, I want to see how you feel about it because they kind of, when I heard them, I'm I'm not quite sure what to make of them. So oh, these are no. these are these are people describing sort of what this movie is. Oh, so no. Um, so Bruce Tim says we don't actually break the fourth wall, but we come really close to it. There's just certain things that happen in the movie that you just kind of go. Okay, I can't believe they they went there. So I'm not oh, quite sure what no. to make of that. If it's yeah, if it's going to be kind of played for laughs, played played for kind of yuckety yucks. Um, voice director Wes Gleason added, "They've grabbed these characters that are so established from Batman the Animated Series and found a way to spin them in this '80s road show that's full of action, but yet uh, has all the comedic notes to it uh, as they still try to save the day." Okay, that, I'm I'm with all you right. there. I'm All with right. you there. But then this last one, this is kind of a uh, a strange red-headed nephew of Batman the Animated Series. But don't show it to your kids thinking that it is Batman the Animated Series. It's kind of its own thing. Oh, great. Batman's going to have sex with Harley. Now. I'm like, yeah, I'm like, what does... Well, he already did it with Batgirl. Yeah, we know. Um, we I, know. Yeah, so that was a statement by the co-writer. So I'm trying to figure out, what does uh. that mean? Like, yeah, are, are we... Does that mean it's going to be like... Are we talking about like adult situations here? Is it going to be just kind of like wacky? Like, is it more going to be like the Batman variety show where he's going to be like juggling? Or I'm not sure quite what this means. I don't... I don't know. Obviously, I'll watch it once and we'll see how it goes. But, oh, I don't know. Uh, I, I just so I'm gonna say that I'm I'm optimistic with with a bit of caution because of some of these statements. You know what's crazy for me, by the way? I'm looking at the list here. Yeah, and yeah. you have like the character listing, right? And somebody who is known to play a character that I thought is going to be in it, he's playing a different character. Oh, okay. Uh, who, who's that? Oh, yeah. I know who so, you're talking about. So there is no mention of the Joker in this series. However, John DiMaggio has played the Joker in the past, but he's playing the Mighty Swamp Thing. Right. Which is kind of weird for me. Why Why are they... Like, you notice a resurgence. Like, they, I've seen a couple now with, with Swamp Thing in it. I mean, yeah. we just had it with Justice League Dark. Well, it, it fits and Mark with- Hamill has been playing him in Justice League action. Like, they've been bringing back Swamp Thing, which is kind of cool for me. Mark Hamill's been playing Swamp Thing? He plays the voice of Swamp Thing as well as the Joker and a bunch of others. Really? In Justice League action, yeah, on Cartoon Network's well, Justice so, League action. So, John DiMaggio and him are interchangeable? Pretty much, yeah. That's kind of weird. Yeah, they kind of are. That's really weird. You just blew my mind with that. Um, Yeah, it, well, it kind of fits because our villains of the story are Poison Ivy and the right. Floronic Man. Uh, not to be confused with the Moronic Man, which is completely different. Well, that guy's kind of easy. Yeah, that guy. He's easy. It's easy to defeat the Moronic Man. No, this is the Floronic Man. Uh, so it's all very plant based. So it makes sense. Uh, right. Swamp Thing in this story makes sense. All right. Um. So uh, we'll yeah, see. I mean, we're we just gotta wait. Well, yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to it. All right. Uh, let's do some toy box. <laughs> Let's broaden our minds, Lawrence. All right. So 
we're gonna you know go about it but while we're doing this yes so you know that i have been collecting the uh voltron the legendary defenders figures i've been having the hardest time finding these figures it has been a an epic quest it really has for me it really has and what's nice enough is that jen has said to me she says okay because remember these are about twenty dollars a piece right right that's eighty to a hundred dollars you know well it's a little bit more than that because it's four tax don't forget tax well because the the black lion is 30 on itself but she says to me she goes okay you can buy them go ahead but there's a rule and you know what the rule was? I get to build Voltron! Yes. <laughs> so, you have presented me with the last key. I have found the yellow lion. And where was he? In Texas. In Texas. So That's I, right. L- Lando was nice enough to go over to his local Target and pick it up for me in Texas. Lassoed that lion for you. Thank you. Thank you, Lando. Thank I, you, I, Lando. So, thank you, Lando. All right, so <laughs> while we're talking about what toys are going on, Jen is actually going to uh, – she's going to take the line out of the box. She's going to be unboxing. She Here is, she goes. She has just been like, oh, my she's God. She's been dying to open this. I'm so excited. With, so, like, the veracity yeah. of a lion. So now she's going to do that, and she's going to build Voltron. Now, mind you, the black lion, when he's by himself and he touches him, all you'll hear is Shiro. Right, but when right, she puts right, those right. lions together, Shiro's going to give commands, and you're going to hear the other pilots of the lion talk back. This is an epic moment. So while she's doing that, um, we'll, we'll let, talk about we'll, what's, we'll, what's we'll, going we'll on. Do some, we'll do some toy news while, while she is assembling Voltron. Yes, yes. Um, well, <laughs> yeah, this one, each one of them come with a missile launcher, and I thought the yellow was kind of cool because it comes with a disc launcher. So, yeah. Lock and load. Go ahead and try. Oh, ah, my eye! <laughs> oh God! Ah! That's pretty cool. The magic of radio, folks. I'm yeah. fine. And the flowers are still standing. Anyway. Okay, so uh, <laughs> some toy news. Uh, DC Collectibles has this canceled. Kind of sad. Yeah, yeah. Well, they they've canceled several several of their upcoming icons and figures. Two of them, I was really excited for. Well, yeah, because uh, I know one of them is is your I know in particular is your your favorite character. I don't I don't know who the other one yeah, is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. So among them, uh, among the casualties are uh, Captain Marvel. Boo! Yeah, yeah, they're they're canceling Captain Marvel. They're canceling Sinestro. Which sucks, because if you bought the Jon Stewart or the Hal Jordan Green Lantern, you need the Sinestro. Yeah, yeah. or if you bought the Black Adam, even. Yes. Yeah, now you got a villain with, with nobody for him to fight. Nope. But the one I was also looking for, they canceled the Blue Beetle and Booster Gold. Oh, really? It was a two-pack. That was a two-pack that I wanted, because it's got Ted Kord. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I wanted the Ted Cord figure. Um, yeah, they, they they canceled it because of lack of interest, buddy. Um, it, it's it's people like you. What did I do? Because you told me you didn't like them. I don't like them. See, <laughs> I can't control if I like them or well, not. Well, people listened, and now they're not buying them. And now you screwed me out of it. All five people who listened to this podcast <laughs> all decided on my word that they're not going to buy the icons figures. Oh, yes. Okay. Well, I mean, I've had my problems with the icons figures. Uh, uh, oh, by the way, uh, yeah. So, the uh, uh, Captain Marvel, Sinestro, Deadshot, 
uh, Blue Beetle Booster Gold 2-pack, and then possibly the Catwoman and Demon figures as well. Now are we talking Etrigan? Yeah, Etrigan the Demon. That's some bullshit. Yeah, not... Because I've actually been looking for a decent Etrigan figure, and I looked at that one, and I was like, man, that would be a decent figure for my collection. Oh, man, I got your back, buddy. You want a decent Etrigan figure? Yeah. Um, Batman the Animated Series. Oh, that is a good one. They get, Yeah, they that got... There you one. go, man. I got you. But it's part of like a weird two-pack. I got your... No, is it? I, I think it's got Clarion the, the Demon Boy. Yeah, I don't want the Demon Boy. You gotta have the Demon Boy. No one likes the Demon Boy. He goes with Entrigan. Has he come with his cat? He comes with his cat. Yay. All right. <laughs> I guess I'll have the Demon Boy with his cat. Um, I like know, that his cat is his mentor and he tells him what to do. Right? I mean, I've here's been my problem with the icons. It's the scale. For the money that you spend on I it. I know, I know. It's it. They're wee. They're very wee. Yeah, but look how cool my Batman is. Your Batman is cool, but he's, he's wee. But he's the only Batman I've ever seen that comes with a grappling gun. Um, well, got you. The, well, no, the Hush Batman comes with a grapple gun. No, no, no. This is the one with the string that actually he uses. We don't have to attach anything to it. Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, I, I guess you got me there, but uh, oh no, no, you don't got me there because. Uh, the uh, DC Direct Batman Dark Knight Returns Fat Batman came with a Fat, bat man. fat man came with a batarang with a rope attached to it. There you uh, go. That's not the same. It's not the same. Well, no, because this one the grappling hook is already attached to his hand. So therefore, when it, when you attach it to whatever you wanted to, you're not worried about him falling. I, I will grant you. When I first saw these icon figures come up we on were Big Ben, so love. I was really, really excited. And then I bought the Batman, and, and you saw him. And he's just—he's too small. He doesn't fit in scale with the Marvel that's, Legends figures. That's why, for me, that's why he's hanging by himself. But I'll tell you though, uh, I don't think they're calling full stop on the DC icons All figures right. because they're still moving ahead. With the Superboy uh, Robin two pack, yeah, I thought that was. I think that's another pack that I might. Want. They're, they're, I like them. They're moving forward with that. They're moving forward with the uh, epic moments, uh, Doomsday Superman battle, the, the fight, yeah, kind of the, the torn it's, uh, it's, uniform. That's cool. Like I said, but I'm, that thing's expensive. It's like fifty four dollars or sixty like or, yeah, or or something I like that. Think something like that. Um, uh, and. And also, they're coming out with the Rebirth Justice League figures. If, folks, if you at home could see Chris right now, he's very carefully that, eyeing that be, Jen yeah. as uh, as she's assembling this. Don't break my lions. Don't break my lions. <laughs> uh, and if you could see, if you folks at home could see Jen right now, she is just, this is just the look of just unadulterated glee. Are you gl turning them on? Glee. It's buttons on the side. Phrasing. <laughs> Phrasing. Folks, but I put the yellow lion on. Well, I don't. You got to put them all on. I don't, don't know ruin if, that. folks, I don't know if you heard this, but this is radio magic. Um, oh. Still missing the blue lion. See? Still missing the blue lion. Still missing the blue lion. Missing. We are, we are, we are like uh, one fifth of the way done. Um, but for those of you that, if you want to get a chance at a Batman that's upscaled, yeah. the uh, the rebirth. Justice League figures. Yes. They're upscaled and they have the updated and when costumes. Are they being uh they're out. They're I out. Seen them yet. They're out, buddy. Look on Big Bad Toy Store. They are they, they are available for purchase. So uh yeah, it's you know, it's it's sad news for you if you were a collector of the DC icons figures, because it seems like it's just not taking on as as well. Um quite frankly, I think By the I, way, I may interject real quick. Yes, yes. Guess what is in stock? 
What is in stock? Batman the Animated Series, the Batman Expressions Pack. Yes, sir, it is. It is most definitely available. Yeah, Did so you have that on pre-order? No, but no. That'll, that'll be purchased shortly. It'll be purchased or- shortly. All right. Um, yeah, I I just... I don't know how you feel about this. I think as for for the for your money, for the money that you get, right. I feel that uh, Hasbro is doing a better job with their Marvel Legends figures. The cost of the figures is lower. You get accessories, maybe not as extensive as what you get with DC icons, but you get, I think, more durable figures that are more in scale with the previous released figures. I, I don't know about you, Chris, but I had... Uh, so... Sorry. Just, just so we're aware, just so you know, the Rebirth figures are the Icons figures. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, they are. Yeah, the Rebirth so figures. So they're selling a seven-pack right now. Right. And it's the Justice League, and it's $85. Wow. And then the only other Rebirth that they are selling are the Green Lanterns of Hal Jordan and Sinestro. That's it. No other DC icons. That's it. No, no the uh, seeing... the Superboy uh, Robin two packs on there. That's it. Uh, and where are you looking, bud? Big bad toy store. No, but under under what heading? Maybe... Rebirth. Huh. So, I don't know. Weird. So yeah. Just I, saying. I, I, anyway, what, what I was gonna just say, and then we can we can move on to to another topic is just the um. The DC Classics figures. Do you remember yes, those? I loved those by, by Mattel, and unfortunately dis- discontinued. And yeah. I, you know, I, I have to say, well, you I know, what I'm excited about though. Two of the great, or one of the greatest figures that I own is a uh, Young Justice figure. Well, now they're putting out season three. You know, they're going to be putting out the figures. Yeah, they're, yeah. You have a Batman and Robin that. Would, yeah, they're just gorgeous. Yeah, yeah. So, which ones do you have? Which Young Justice figures do you have? Uh, I have a Kid Flash somewhere, and then I have um, who's the other one? I think I have a Robin. A Robin. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Cool. Sweet. Um. So that's that's kind of the uh, the business of, of toy news. Um, I want to do a, a shout out yes. uh, to uh, a, a new friend of the show. Uh, this is this is a guy who does uh, awesome custom work. He's got a good uh, name. He, he's uh, see yeah. So uh, if you go on eBay and uh, you look for uh, C Brothers zero eighty seven on eBay, he does some awesome custom works. I, I recently. Uh, he he was someone that actually we had helped with, with the the, uh, the toy bounty with hunting. The toy bounty hunters. That's uh, right. He was that specific item located was a Jubilee series Wolverine. Um, uh, I uh, actually had had that figure in my personal collection, and uh, uh, it happened to be the figure that he was looking for. And uh, you know the guy was so nice and so appreciative that I was able to find that for him. That. Uh, he, uh, th- this guy does custom heads. He did two customs for free for me. It, it, it was amazing. He uh, actually did two uh, Wolverine unmasked faces for free, uh, and uh, it was it's a really neat guy, awesome guy. Uh, look up his shop on uh, eBay. That's C Brothers zero eighty seven uh, on eBay. Uh, if you, I have a link. It might be better uh, if if you want to look up his work. Uh, go ahead and drop me a line on our uh, email, justusnerdspc at gmail.com. Send us a message on Facebook. Send us a message on our Instagram page or on our YouTube page or on our SoundCloud page. 
Um, so as I was alluding to earlier, Chris and Jay, toy, toy bounty, bounty hunters. hunters. Can't find that toy you just have to have? Is your Voltron hobbling around because you're down a lion? Well, we know yours isn't, Chris. Not anymore. Thanks to the Jay and Chris Toy Bounty Hunter Service. Are you pulling your hair out over scalpers selling a $19.99 figure for $11 billion? Fear not. Your friendly neighborhood not-for-profit toy bounty hunters are here to help. It's simple. You contact us, and you tell us what you're looking for, and we use our vast resources to find it at retail cost, if we can. If we can. If we can. Contact us at justusnerdspc at gmail.com and check out our podcast for toy sightings. But if you're listening to our podcast, you don't need to check it out because you're checking us out right now. Yeah. You can check out our Facebook page. Thank you for checking me out. That'll Thank you for checking us out. Jen, how we coming with Voltron? Ba, 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 da, ba, ba, da. Fix his face. Voltron, yeah. defender yeah. of the universe. Yeah, yeah, his sword is in there. I put his. I that, uh, that is definitely broken. That is dead. I'm just kidding, folks. Everything's fine. Look at. So what's cool about it was two of the figures, the arms, came with two separate pieces that formed. That's it. That's a sword. That's it. That's the whole thing. Folks, I w- I wish you you. Yeah. Open up it's- his mouth. Open up the red. I wish you folks at home could see the look of glee on this woman's face. I don't think I've ever seen a woman have look such at that a monster. look of happiness. Oh! Let's see what else he says. How cool is that? What? Is he wearing the Phrasing. <laughs> Phrasing. <laughs> Uh, right, let's take a look at this thing. That's not the shield. Wait till the shield is on the shoulder. And hur- I want to hurry up, Jen. Pidge can't take much more of this. Put his shield on. Way, flip it around. Oh my God! The universe is doomed. Forget it. Zarkon's gonna win. It's over. Bring out the tarp. Cover the field. <laughs> Yeah! Increase the firepower! I cannot do it! I can't bend the laws of physics! So, Folks, I wish you, 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 you could see this. This, this right, is amazing. Stand it up on the table. I want, I want to really take a look at this thing. Chris, would you please describe to our listeners what we are looking at here? All right. So this is the... Will he stand? It doesn't look like he's going to stand. I'm working on it. Can you fold his... The... the Oh, my God. It looks like he has a rather severe knee injury. He's going to have to go to physical rehabilitation. All right. Oh, so what? (laughs) (laughs) She almost broke it. So what we're looking at here is the five uh, Voltron Legendary Defender figures. Now, these were 17 apiece, 18 apiece, if you can find them. Um, The Black Lion was $30. I think you need to fold the, the feet up a little bit more. You can't. No, 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 no. I'm talking the actual lion's feet need to... Actually, they go down. Width-wise. Weird. Width-wise. Length-wise. Length-wise. Fold yeah. it length-wise. Look, look, I'm looking, look at, it. I'm look looking it. at these look instructions. At and look, look at the way I'm doing this. Look at the way I'm... Watch. Look at Chris. Somebody just threw out a couch. 
you know what? I know you might think this is crazy, but uh, I'm keeping this couch. No, I'm good with it. I'm good with it. But look at that thing. That is gigantic. Chris, it, it is a thing of beauty, sir. Isn't it? It is. Uh, the journey is complete. Man. Well, no. No, they are not. The journey is no longer complete. Why is the journey no longer complete, because Chris? Because they just announced they are releasing. Oh, my God. He lost his like. Um, <laughs> oh, God. The humanity. It, it's, oh, it's the really humanity. me that his whole foot goes into the other line. <laughs> <laughs> Does it bother you that his foot inserts into the other lion's anus? <laughs> No, so anyway, they're, they're the tails. They're not really tails. He's like the ultimate warrior. So anyway, um, the they had just announced that they're actually releasing an action figure line. All they did originally was just the robots. They did the real cheap lions, which were ten bucks a piece, and then those. Well, now they're actually doing the figure line. So now they ha- they have announced they're releasing the five paladins, uh. and then they're releasing you know Zarkon and a bunch of the actual characters. But for me, now I have Voltron, I have to buy the five paladins. That is the greatest thing ever. I am so happy. I actually have a special place for that that is going in my comic book room. Uh, In case case you guys didn't know, all of the lions have their little cruisers and they're amazingly small. (laughs) They have these little two-scale battle cruisers that go into each of their little bellies. That that is amazing. We do have a caution. If you buy these lions... All of the little shooter button things yeah. are super light to the touch. Oh my god! <laughs> Literally, if you breathe on it, it will it will fire. So it's just ridiculous. Um, you know, I hear it happens to a lot of men. Yeah. So it's yep. okay. Yep. It's yep. a little perform enhancing drug. <laughs> this is Pidges. It's Pidges. Pidges a chick. He can't. He it's can't. A she. He, she can't take anymore. So whoa. she can't take anymore. She can't take anymore. So anyway. We got we got to throw hopefully throw a picture of this up on uh, this thing on, is on on Facebook. Yeah. Um, All right. Well, uh, as uh, before things c- further degenerate into utter chaos, let me conclude with a few remarks. Um, we got some exciting things coming up. Uh, Chris and I are actually going to uh, be interviewing. I am so excited yeah, for this. Yeah. Would, Can I announce it, please? Please, please sir. Please. It, it would be wrong if anyone but you announced this. Okay. All right, so let me get the actual facts. So, we this is like pretty big for us. I want to say this is one of our bigger uh, interviews. We are going to meet probably one of my childhood icons growing up with this. Our buddy, John Crowther, has released... Creator a- of Rochelle the Teenage Cockroach, Correct. available on Comixology and at your local comic book store. Bring money. Bring money and buy a lot. Anyway, um, he has now released a series called Nikolai. And what that is about is the 80s... I want to call him basically a tyrant. He was the villain of all villains. Nikolai Volkov from the WWF. This is going to be a story... Based on his life. Mm-hmm, and guess mm-hmm. what, buddy? April 22nd at Vieira Comics, John Crowther is going to be there to sign comic books as well as Mr. Nikolai Volkov. Duh. So we are going to go and hang out with the Mad Russian. Ah, oh, yes. So I am just so excited 
to meet you know meet these guys and finally to meet John in person. Yeah, he didn't yeah. Get the chance actually to be no. there when he was doing the Rochelle. No, signing, no, so. no, no, not not at all. So that that's that's very exciting. So make sure you guys come out April twenty second, Viera Comics. Come on over and say hello to. We're gonna be there. John, of course, is gonna be there. Um, and then Mr. Nikolai Volkov. Mr. Nikolai Volkov. So uh, that, this is great, dude. I'm very, just so excited. Very exciting. Um, Do you know a- what his finishing move was? Uh, no, no. What was his finishing move? He did. He actually was the master of the bear hug. Really? Yes. He would do the Russian bear hug. Makes sense. Yeah, Makes right? sense. Pretty cool. awesome. We got some cool stuff coming up. It's going to be a fun time. Um, well, remember, you can contact us. If you got an opinion about something that we've talked about, you got a different point of view, we want to hear it. Take part in the conversation. Email us at justusnerdspc at gmail.com. Remember, you can also reach out to our toy bounty hunting service also at the same email or contact us on our Facebook page. Now, mind you guys, real quick, um, we're going to be having an uh, announcement probably within the next month. Um, So it's big. It's a big announcement of uh, where you guys are going to be able to hear us and what we're going to be able to do with our podcast. So honestly, I want to thank you guys for listening. you know, the 30 or ish of you. Uh, I really appreciate it. Really Very excited. And I want to take a moment also just to thank uh, my, my two co-hosts, uh, the, uh, of course, the, the very multi-talented uh, Christopher and uh, the ever-talented Jen. Hi. Uh, just uh, for making this show what it is. Uh, you, the two of you are, are com- complete powerhouses, and I am grateful to both of you. So thank and you very much. And the leader of these merry men, we also got to thank our good buddy Jay. Without him, we wouldn't have someone to steer the ship, and we probably would have crashed into a rock by now. <laughs> well, unfortunately, that is all the time we have for this, our 36th episode of the Just Us Nerds podcast. Until next time, folks, remember, charge your rings every 24 hours, stay away from yellow, and most of all, beware beware our power. Green Green Lantern's light! Bye-bye and take care.